My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. And welcome to episode 20 of the Oddscast podcast. I'm Dominic DeLeo alongside Joe DeLara, Terry Takes, Bruce Corey in studio. How you guys doing today? I uh, got a slight cough, but we're okay. Is this on? Is this on? Corey? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, we're good. We can start. We're good. All right. Um, just a warning. I am deathly ill. I have a... I, yeah. my, I went Gonorrhea. to my doctor. said pre-bronchitis. What does that even mean? The clap. Yeah, I have an undisclosed illness, but I have... I mean, you have a sinus infection that has not yet blossomed into a full bronchitis. You need to, there you go. Yeah. Is it north or south of the waistband? North. Right. My head okay, feels herpes. Like he has herpes. I think that you still need to get, like, <laughs> you should renew the consent with your uh, girlfriend. Just okay. in light of the illness. You know, just write up a quick waiver. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll put it on, on the letterhead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, last weekend was the NFL championship, um, AFC, NFC. We now have a Super Bowl. Um, we're not going to do a full-on breakdown analysis on props and the picks. We'll have that for you next week um, as, you know, this is Pro Bowl week. Yeah, so, big week. Um, Favorite week of the year. But I'll just ask you guys um, initial reactions, um, initial thoughts. Have you placed any bets so far? And uh, kind of how you're leaning um, in this Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. We have Chiefs right now favored by one and a half points. Money line is kind of around minus 120, plus 110 on the Niners, depending on which book. And then um, the over-under has crept up to 54. Ooh. Did you want a reaction from me on that? Yeah, I just pick up the conversation, you know. What, Cowabunga. What? What Monster do you want? bet comes in on the Super Bowl right now. Somebody just bet six hundred. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't care. Are you Darren Ravel? No. Are oh, you yeah. reading a Darren Ravel article though? Oh, is it? Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he replied to my uh, calling him out on Instagram. Actually, I could care less. Um, That's neat. You couldn't. People, you couldn't. People are you rich. Couldn't. People have bigger units. No unit shaming here. No unit shaming. Yeah. Um, but Terry, give me your thoughts. What, what are your thoughts matter. on on the matchup? Who are you leaning towards? What, My thoughts. What are you, game script. What are you, what are you honing in on? Uh, so just watching the Chiefs and Titans game, it really seemed like the game was lining up to be a Titans victory and how they just wanted the game to go. You know, they go up 10-0. Uh, the Chiefs come down, score a touchdown, but then the Titans come right back with a 10-plus play drive, put it to 17-7. You're kind of like, oh, okay, you know. The Titans, this is what they want to do, waste clock, score touchdowns, lean on Derrick Henry. Tannehill is making some throws. And then, once again, you just see how amazing Patrick Mahomes is. And, you know, they they go down the field in whatever, 10 minutes, score a touchdown, the Titans, and then Mahomes comes back and scores in two points. It was awesome. And it's just like, how do you compete with that? So... Yeah, because that Titans drive was really like exactly what you thought the Titans were going to have to do to win the game control the clock, just dominate the game with, you know, kind of a slow plotting drive, eating up a lot of clock, and then it didn't even matter. Yeah. Well, I mean, they stopped Derrick Henry. I mean, that's really Your what boy. Happened. Yeah, I know. I mean, you... Running backs matter. Huh. 
I mean, maybe they don't. two yeah. running backs matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because Raheem Mostert, who was on seven teams, uh, had four touchdowns and a billion yards. And uh, that's, yeah, why you, that. that's why you don't draft a running back fourth overall in the draft. He had four touchdowns? Four. Oh. I was really drunk on Sunday. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he had four touchdowns. Huh. Um, but, yeah, no, the Chiefs, I mean, I, I was surprised at the result. You know, if you told me after one quarter the Titans would be up, um, I would think that the Titans would eventually have covered that game. But, you know, the Chiefs are explosive. I don't know whether it's just, you know, wear and tear. The You know, the Chiefs were well-rested. And, you know, you had a Titans team that's been grinding for the last – Three weeks. Grinders. Um, you know, and it continues the trend of no um, teams that don't have a first round bye in the Super Bowl. You know, that's been since I think 2012, which was the last uh, Niners Ravens Super Bowl when the Ravens were a wild card team. We still continue the trend of a team needs to have a first round bye in order to make the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, what's uh, interesting actually is that like this week, um, the like points bet had that promo with the money line. So. That was kind of nice with the Titans. I put a little bit of money on the Titans' money lines. They scored the first touchdown, paid out. Um, are you going to look to try to do something like that, maybe for the Super Bowl? I mean, um, I don't know. It depends on how big the units are. Yeah, it's a nice little little thing to do. I I will say that the uh, you know quick thoughts on the McGregor fight too. Points bet really had a lot of, and we we talked about them last week about the Derrick Henry to score a touchdown that was minus two hundred became plus one hundred, and the Conor McGregor points bet odds boost depending on how many people ended up betting him and ended up being plus 100 which was like a minus 330 real bet so you know that's uh why you got to listen to the podcast and listen to the good uh you know promotions yeah. that books are running and it's important to line shop so i mean like right now you're looking at some slightly different money line prices uh on these books but keep an eye on that um quick thoughts on the niners packers uh Jimmy G threw eight passes. What's up with that? Packers look old. Gautier of the week. Aaron Rodgers. Do, do, do. You got it. You put it in the song. I won't sing it. Um, but, yeah, he looks old. And the Packers, they are, as Denny Green once said, they are who we thought they were. <laughs> uh, they can only run the ball. Uh, Aaron Rodgers can only throw it to Devontae Adams. And when you have... A good defense, a good fast defense like the 49ers have. And it's going to be tough when they're playing catch up the entire time because they're built to play with a lead. So when you have Jimmy G throwing the ball eight times, really, you know, you're going to get blown out. And I think that's going to be the difference in the Super Bowl is that, you know, the Chiefs are going to be able to score points on that defense and Jimmy G is going to have to make some throws. So I think the key is going to be Jimmy G. Yeah, I think that the game script that we saw against the Packers really isn't in play um, against the Chiefs. I'd be shocked if if they were able to just kind of dominate the game. Um, That's why I'm kind of looking at Jimmy G, Super Bowl MVP, you know, plus 240. It's – I can't remember the last time we had a quarterback um, with that high of odds that wasn't, you know, a, a six, seven point underdog. So it's, uh, you know, his, history tells us that quarterbacks usually win the MVP. There's been some defensive MVPs in the last, you know, decade. But um, I think Jimmy G, you know, is going to come out and show a little bit. I'm, I've been on the fence between the Chiefs and the 49ers. Um, I'm kind of leaning 49ers. I will. I'm sorry to cut you off. <laughs> I'm not really sorry. Yeah, you're not. Um, I will say that there has been a run of non-quarterback yeah, a, a MVPs, bit, yeah. but 
but there hasn't been consecutive non-quarterback MVPs since 2005-2006. Who was it then? Dion Branch for the Patriots when they beat the Eagles um, in Jacksonville. And Andy Reid. And uh, Heinz Ward when they beat the Seahawks. Got it. And Ben Roethlisberger played like absolute dog shit. <laughs> and Antoine Randall threw more touchdowns than him. Yeah, I will. That could be that could impact Jimmy G though, because like I think you were thinking that there's gonna be a lot of trick plays here. Yeah, I as soon as the game was set, I mean not as soon. It's not like I just opened my computer and watched old highlights. Um, but <laughs> in between that I mean, game, like how much time really? Was in between there? <laughs> in between that NFC Championship game and today's podcast, I did watch highlights of the Saints 49ers game. That I think was like week thirteen or week fourteen in New Orleans when the when the San Francisco 49ers um, won. I think it was forty eight to forty six. A very high scoring game. I think that you know that's the kind of game um, where if you know the Niners struggle on defense to stop Mahomes, you know that's going to be the blueprint for coming out and trying to run with the Chiefs. And there was a lot of trick plays, a lot of uh, you know double reverses. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders throwing passes, you know, and I, I, I think there's going to be a decent amount of schematic things that Shanahan tries to do with the Niners um, to try and keep the Chiefs on their toes, knowing that, you know, he maybe can't rely on Jimmy Garoppolo um, just to kind of play with Patrick Mahomes. So it's something to watch out for. But, Mahomes, I mean, Garoppolo played very well in that Saints game. If he had those similar statistics in a game like that, he would be the MVP. And I just think it's it's a good, a good odds um, because, you know, if it's not Jimmy G, you're basically just throwing a dart at the board or for you, a defensive yeah. player. Like you got a you know, Bosa, Sherman, a couple of the other linebackers, Debo, Debo Samuel. Um, but you know they spread the ball around. Even Mostert, like Shanahan, has the entire season shuffled through these running backs. I don't know what Tevin Coleman's status is going to be for the Super Bowl. Apparently, they say he's supposed to play, but um, but you know it wouldn't surprise me if like Matt Breda got like more carries than Mostert in the game. It's so yeah. it's. You know, the MVP odds, I think there's good things on um, Garoppolo, but we'll have a whole entire look at the prop bets and our takes on the game. You know, Terry, you say you're leading Chiefs. I say I'm leading 49ers. Joe. To wrap up the point about the MVPs, just to remind everyone, Julian Edelman won the MVP last year, not Tom Brady. Yeah. So that's why we don't think two position Uh players win room. Yeah. I mean, Joe, Joe your thoughts. Where, where are you leaning? I'm leaning. The, uh, right now, I'm leaning the Chiefs. I'm leaning the Chiefs. Um, Forward. You, get, you got Andy Reid off a bye again, like we've talked about uh, this whole season, really. And Mahomes just looks like he's playing on another level right now. Um, I'm going to do a little bit more of a dive into it, but uh, it, it's not like a bet you need to rush to get in at this point. Um, so, yeah. You know, I was really drunk again. <laughs> and just during the the 49ers game, I just bet the Chiefs minus two and a half. Yeah. I've since cashed out that bet, only losing five dollars because oh. the line moved so much on FanDuel. <laughs> but you know, drink responsibly. I think by this time next week, I think the line will be two. I think they'll I be. I think the line will eventually creep back up. Maybe yeah. hit two and a half. Um, if it hits two and a half, I think I might be looking at buying that half point to three on the for the Niners. But that's more of a value play than a. Yeah. I mean, it also else. depends what you think the the tempo of the game is going to be. If there's going to be trading points back and forth, and the over is going to hit, then you might as well just wait. Yeah. And live bet. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I I don't trust these sports books and during the Super Bowl. That's true. Got to have your tickets in hand. Too much volume. Too need much more volume. servers. Yeah. Um, Tech. But I, I will say it's, it's the first time I'm really, you know, it's probably – I think like the two best teams are are in the Super Bowl. And yeah, I this think looks, that this is gonna be a really awesome game. I think so. It'll be interesting. But that's uh, that's our quick look ahead into next week. Be sure to tune in as we go ahead, give out our prop bets, our picks for the Super Bowl preview show next week. So going into some news, um, since we got to kind of uh, talk about some different things here other than football. Did you say nudes? Nude. I mean news. News. Kind of nudes. Um, the Hall of Fame vote happened this week for what? Baseball. Oh. I mean, it what other revealing. what other sports does the Hall of Fame actually matter? Uh, all of them. I, I mean, really. Football, I guess. Everybody gets in, in football. Bill yeah. Coward. It just takes in. a long time to get in yeah. football, but like you do, people get in. The I feel bo- like NBA, everyone gets in. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Is board, Delonte Weston? The board game oh. Hall of Fame. <laughs> we got to get into him later. He's uh, <laughs> the New Jersey Hall of Fame. That's a thing. I, my father has gone to that Hall of Fame induction. Yeah. Nice. I think uh, Shaq got in it one year. Shaq's in it. Uh, Whitney Houston's in it. Springsteen. Uh, Queen Latifah's in it. Uh, Bruce Springsteen's in it. Uh, you want me to keep going? Wait, hang on. Joey Pants. Those last three Joey Pantaloni. Those last three you just said. Queen Latifah, Whitney Houston, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Two out of the three grew up in or around Newark, New Jersey. Which Newark. Which are they? Uh, Latifah. Uh, and? I'm not playing not this game with you. Not Springsteen. It's Whitney Houston. Yeah, I know. A little factoid for you. Okay. Um, but, so in I didn't like where that was going. <laughs> The baseball writers. Your thoughts go. Baseball Writers Association of America. Who, who uh, who's in that? I well, I don't even know. I don't. Does anybody know? Is that like the Canadian Death Panels? It's a professional association. Of note, right now, Terry is drinking wine directly from the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> for baseball journalists writing for daily newspapers, magazines, and qualifying websites. Alhambra. Um. It's 397 people, I believe. All right, here's some people with some votes. Uh, I'll read them all, please. Jay Donde. Hmm. Uh, One of my least favorite panelists on Around the Horn. Yeah, I wasn't really a huge fan of him. Jerry Krasnick. Is Bill Plash on there? He's the worst. Peter Gammons. I like Peter. Jason Stark. Ah, respect to Stark. John Heyman, who's like kind of become annoying on Twitter. Do you think it's really Hyman, but he goes by Heyman? <laughs> Tom Verducci. Ooh. Does he still work for Yahoo? Dan Shaughnessy. Ken Rosenthal. Oh, Dan Shaughnessy sucks. Like um, Bill Plasky. He's the worst. <laughs> it says, but it, this is from Wikipedia. Really it says non-voting members. <laughs> <laughs> he is the worst. Yeah, I mean, he is such a wet blanket. Just the whole like process that was crazy for the baseball hall of fame. I mean, the ten years of voting. The like, you don't have to say disclose what your votes were. Um, that you can only pick ten people. Just if you are a hall of famer, you are a hall of famer. I don't see why it's that. 
I just don't understand why it's so complicated. And I'll so you, you just I'll you, so you don't want people to vote. You just if you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer. No, you I know, just, just what, self what is self determined. I just, just don't like think that you they, have a press release. I'm think, a Hall of Famer. <laughs> I just don't think that they should have a limit of like how many people they can vote for. Like if you want to vote for more than ten in a year, then vote for more than ten. I like. I'm gonna it. vote like for it. five people for president. I like it. I I as much as the the Writers Association gets shit. I, I like how it's done. Um, it allows for a sense of, like, this is important. It's hard to do. Like, you're not just going to finish your career and put out a press release like Joe's saying. <laughs> I'm a Hall of Famer. Um, I declare I'm a Hall of Famer. It's like he's like the you Supreme Court Scott. Justice <laughs> saying about porn. Like, I know it when I see it. Like, yeah. that guy's a Hall of Famer. Woody Page, Buster Olney, also writers and Keith Law. That's the last Ooh, couple of them. I trust them. Yeah. Well, they make sense. Yeah. Um, so in terms of the process for people who aren't familiar, you're put on the ballot. You are able to be on the ballot for 10 years. So it's like you get basically the writers get a sheet and you pick off however many people you're voting for for the Hall of Fame. You have to get 75% of the total vote to get into the Hall of Fame. C's you, get you into the Hall of Fame. If you stay above like 20 or 30, I think, I think it is. I think it's 5%. Or maybe even lower than that, five percent. Then you, you need then like you, twenty votes. Then you get to stay like on yeah. the ballot, and then like it gets higher and higher each year until you're you're out. Um, so Derek Jeter, first year on the ballot, got ninety nine point seven percent of the votes. One person did not vote for him. Um, there's like a Ridiculous. there's like a witch hunt on Twitter to see who is he going to hold out. <laughs> Get the get the perfect score next year, <laughs> um, and then Larry Walker is the other person who is inducted with seventy six point six percent of the vote. His last year on the ballot, so a little bit of a first year last year kind of deal going. Um, the people who just missed Kurt Schilling, um, who is in. now a right wing extremist, is seventy percent. Seventy percent. Good pitcher though. Eight years on the ballot. Roger Clemens, better pitch than Kurt Schilling. Yes. 60, Thank more, you. more um, connected to steroids. 61%. Barry Bonds, probably maybe the greatest baseball player of all time. Uh, 60%. Also possibly the biggest head of all time. <laughs> yeah, enormous dome. Omar Vizquel, 52.6. Scott Rowland, 35.3. Oh. Billy Wagner, Gary Sheffield, Todd Helton, Manny Ramirez, Jeff Kent, all receiving over 20% of the vote. It'd be hilarious if Jeff Kent got in the Hall of Fame before Barry Bonds because they hated each other. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I don't see how you, like baseball, like baseball loved the fact that people were hitting all these home runs, whether they were juiced up or not. And then now, like in retrospect, after they get all this, you know, they brought the game back because the game was kind of like dying or so to speak. And then you get that, you get that like sense of people wanting to watch that buzz going back. And then they're like, all right, yeah, but you weren't supposed to do that. So we're not going to vote you in. Does Dar- uh, does um, Jose Altuve make the Hall of Fame? Oof, I don't know. Might come up a little short. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea. What? When's the induction ceremony? Uh, in it's the in the summer. summer. It's the week uh, before we go to Vegas. Road trip? There's nothing no. out there. Yeah, There's literally nothing There's else no to do there. Brewery. I'm not going. I got My it. uncles are in the Hall of Fame, Cooperstown. I'm busy. I think it'd be fun to hate Mr. People on the street. 
<laughs> that's what that's called. Hey, right? mister, what do you think about Derek Jeter not receiving all, 100% of the vote? I got uh, a ticket the last time I went out to Cooperstown driving. Depends on New York State Trooper. Oh, you get getting you. a ticket? Surprise. No, they'll um, get you. You literally have 65 miles per hour, and then all of a sudden you're in the middle of a town, and it drops to 20. Um, Bastards. Larry Walker had a 400 career on base percentage. He's very good. Yeah, he's <laughs> good. I mean, he did play for the Rockies, so I mean, those numbers are juiced just from altitude, but uh, you know, not from steroids. Would you vote for him? What? Yeah, he seemed like a nice guy. He's fucking good. MVP, one-time MVP, five-time All-Star, seven-time Gold Glove. Dude, him I and, just like him don't understand. The the big thing is like I don't understand how people can start voting for other people like. Like it's like all of a sudden, people like Churchill only has seventy percent of the vote this year. Next year, like I think he's going to make the Hall of Fame. But then it's like, where did these people? Like, where were these people that weren't voting for him before? Like, why did they not vote for him in year one through eight? I mean, but it's like a buffet. It's like <laughs> I go up to the buffet. I only have an appetite for so much. So like breakfast buffet. I'm going to go to the omelet station first. I'm going to get an omelet. I'm probably going to get some bacon. Do I want pancakes? Yeah, I, I, I do want pancakes. Do I deserve pancakes? Probably. Do pancakes deserve to be in my stomach? Yeah, they do. But I just can't fit them in my stomach right now. So oh, well, I'm just maybe saying, like, next time I'll go and get the pancakes. But, I mean, if you look at it this year, it's not like 10 people made the Hall of Fame. You had two people make the Hall of Fame. One was, like, consensus, obviously. Everybody knew Jeter was going to get in this year. Larry Walker was kind of iffy, but... Yeah, no, I would vote. I I just don't understand, like, how he's not... Like, how is he not making 75% of ballots this year when you're looking at the squad of people? Well, I think, you know, 10 years ago, I think that on-base percentage wasn't that important. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's the rise of like small me- ball, the rise of like metrics and advanced analytics. Like, well, I think, I think on base percentage was probably more important. Definitely mattered. Yeah. I think it was the slot, like that OBP yeah, be, is yeah. like the new thing. On base right, percentage well, mattered. Maybe, yeah. maybe he just, I, I, people it's probably, it's I, probably people sucking Derek Jeter's <laughs> dick that don't want Derek Jeter to have to share an induction sh- ceremony with uh, Kurt Schilling, per- the pariah of Kurt <laughs> Schilling. That's fair. And a Mr. Clean Cut, Mr. Yankee, who apparently banged everyone in New York and yeah, we just seems like that. an asshole yeah, so- that we painted him to be. But we can't. he can't share a stage with Kurt Schilling. Do we even know who he supports politically? Secretly, I think he... QAnon. He, Who, Kurt Schilling? No, no Derek Jeter. Jeter. I, like, I, I could see him being a closet Republican. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. definitely, yeah. Lock he owns it down. a team. Of course he <laughs> He doesn't even own that team. I mean, granted, it's the Marlins. He doesn't so even like, own that team. He made friends with a bunch of billionaires, and he made like a $25 million investment, and he gets that money back over five years because he makes a $5 million salary. So he doesn't even fucking own the team. He put nothing into it. Baseball reference. Baseball just wanted him to be, have, be an owner. I'm done. <laughs> Baseball reference has something called a Hall of Fame monitor. Oh, yeah. Is that like a hall monitor? (laughs) Do you need a pass to go to the bathroom? Next year's crop of players is so bad. Not great. Not the hall, great. That's why I think Schilling's going to get in next year. Every well, time, I don't know. Every Schilling, time you go to the bathroom, you need to, bring, you need to bring out a sample of your pee to give to the hall monitor. <laughs> they want Schilling, Schilling has five people in front of him in the Hall of Fame monitor <laughs> scale. 
Who is, who is Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Manny Ramirez, Sammy Sosa, Todd Helton? And it makes sense. Uh, Sosa's questionable. I don't, I don't know. Sosa's like, I just don't think they want to see, they don't want him on TV. First year, first year players, Pepto Bismol. First year players <laughs> on the ballot who all come in lowest, uh, lower than the least receiving ballot. Vote. Who's on that the ballot for the first time next year? Tori Hunter, Aramis uh, Ramirez, Tim Hudson, Tori Hunter, Mark Burley, Barry Zito, Rafael Soriano. And then I'm not going to get into the other names because they're terrible. Uh, Troy Hawkins, Dan Ugla. Ugla. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Biceps bigger than Bonds' head. Yeah, uh, the only one huge guns. I think deserves to be in the Hall of Fame is Tory Hunter and maybe Tim Hudson. Yeah, I mean, Tory Tory Hunter batted. Nah, he's you know two seventy five hitter. It's the Gold Gloves, man. It's, Defense matters. Like, you know, he was like the the guy. He was like the center fielder, all star center fielder. How many votes like did Andrew game. Jones get? Nineteen point four. Yeah, he's put him in the hall. <laughs> what is that? He named his son Drew, but spelled it D R U W, and he's apparently a stud. Drew. So I mean, maybe maybe nobody gets in. That would be oh, fun. that would be cool. that would be that would be wild. That yeah, let's go to that ceremony. And no one's coming inside. What do they do? You think it's just uh, old it'll guys like, talking? It'll just be like a random coach so, going in by himself. Well, it'd be, yeah, it'd be like the writers, the senior committee or whatever. Yeah, would definitely put people in some yeah. like old timey. I think they're saying announcer. Jim Cott next year is uh, an option. Oh yeah. yeah, he's yeah, he sounds great. So that weekend is going to be Jim chock Cott. full of like normally absent fathers who have their kids for the weekend and are like, we got to do something, son. And they're going to go up to Cooperstown where no one's getting Maybe inducted. camp up there. like Yeah, and just everyone's going to be real miserable. But the real thing here. That's how depressing that whole place is. is. Like, besides Jeter's uh, career like stats. on How the- happy are you as a Yankees fan? I mean, it was, was, this was inevitable. He was uh, getting okay. in. He's a, he's, a, he's a compiler. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, play yeah, play long enough, you'll get 3,000 <laughs> hits. Um, for the record, he didn't have to dive into the stance. All right, go ahead, Joe. Jeter's awesome. I stayed up so fucking uh, late for that. Shut your mouth. Jeter's awesome. Um, but for the record, he was the, also terrible defensive shortstop. Yep, A Rod was a better shortstop. Yeah, he was. A Rod's the goat. <laughs> um, I have nothing negative to say about third base. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but mainly though, uh, Derek Jeter just fucking crushed it. Uh on the dating f- scene. So yeah. we have this great ESPN metric. Um, they, this like shows how, like, is, is this, it? is this sexist? What I'm looking at? What is this like ESPN graphic that Joe sent me? Derek Jeter's dating. I didn't diamond. even send this to you. Joe sent it to me. <laughs> Joe has sent it to me at least three or four times. Yeah. Derek Jeter's dating diamond. Hey, did I send this to you yet? You see this? <laughs> hey, I think he sent it to me Mom. on Instagram, Twitter, and through text. Um, but yeah, no, it says it's like literally just 10 people, women, um, who Derek Jeter has been romantically, um, rumored to be involved with like left field, Mariah Carey, center field, Jessica Alba, 10 right fielder, Jessica Beal, uh, DH Tyra Banks. That's, that's a strong DH. That's wild. So wait, so finish, I mean, finish it, finish it. Third base, Vanessa Milano, shortstop, Scarlett Johansson, second base, Adriana Lima, first base, Jordana Brewster, pitcher, Hannah Davis, Catcher Minka Kelly. A few questions. Honestly, Hannah Davis pitching to Minka Kelly is nice. <laughs> A few questions. <laughs> One, 
did they do research into what hand these people use? Are they righties or are they lefties? Do we have a left-handed shortstop? <laughs> do we have a left-handed second baseman? Like, what kind of research did they do? Height. Like, how tall is our first baseman? Is she 5'2"? No, thank you. You're going to be a lot of people safe at first base. No reach. No height. Scarlett Johansson uh-uh. is left-handed. <laughs> so we have to- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a left-handed shortstop. Who's the manager? Joe Madden. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. Uh, it's got to be Tory, right? Or no? Like, like I feel like like Tory was like Jeter's pimp, or is it like Tory's nun sister? <laughs> yeah, like what? Who, who? Who? That he dated would be would be uh, the manager. I don't know. What I do you think like- was in his gift baskets? That assigned, I love. Signed like, baseball. That's what you think? That's what, yeah. that's what was was in there. Yeah, Jeets. Obviously playing. Did it right? say like thanks for the memories? Like thanks. Here's I feel like it was like a signed Fallout picture. Fallout Boy CD. Yeah, a signed <laughs> picture of himself for sure. Like Yankees tickets, um, Yankees popcorn. Maybe like a nice like Gruyere or something like that. You know, maybe like a cheese. A little yeah. OJ get you going in the morning after a late night. Mm, that's an option. Pedialyte. Um, but like, so who would you have? Plan B. Who would you Jesus have batting Christ. lead off though? Because like, I don't think that in this scenario you have your pitcher batting last. Is this sexist? I don't know if it's sexist. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really. Blame Derek Jeter for this. Yeah. Blame ESPN. ESPN did this to us. We just have to talk about it. <laughs> I, <don't think>. um, <laughs> I hope no one. I hope Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens. Get into the Hall of Fame next year, and that's it. I, I hope Kurt Schilling never. Can you imagine the backlash like right wing Twitter will have if he doesn't get in? <laughs> Why he should get in? No, nah, they're gonna say it was a large conspiracy orchestrated by the liberal writers of whatever the fuck in the Hall Monitor of Fame. I don't know. I think you should get in. Maybe they'll no change politics. It. Maybe they'll change no it to politics. a popular vote then. <laughs> Just the bloody sock. That's all uh, that's allowed in. Or ketchup. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, let's, uh, move on. Yeah. Yeah. So what else are we betting on <laughs> in the, uh, in the coming weeks? Well, are you guys going to bet on the election yet or what? Yeah, we have bet on it. You and Terry. Care to elaborate? I, I'll handshake you right now. I don't know if it's official because it's, I haven't, it's, uh, it, it will be official. Confirmed. It will be official. I'm just gonna memorialize it on the pod, on the pod and the app. Um, but Terry and I have been in long discussions about the future of America um, <laughs> and the presidential election. It's mostly Dom just talking at me. <laughs> That's like pretty accurate, honestly. And I finally got somebody to call my bluff. And uh, we have decided. I, I personally think that Bernie Sanders, no, not getting politics involved, just me being a pollster. I think that Bernie Sanders is going to win the presidential me election. Me knocking on doors, talking to the normal folks of America <laughs> in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Nevada, Nevada. Oh, this is what you were Colorado. doing when we like forgot you, <laughs> like you're on the fucking RV trip. <laughs> And I just think that Bernie Sanders is going to win. So, yeah. Uh, Terry doesn't think that Bernie Sanders is going to win. Um, right I now. think he's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do you think that? Because he's 78. So. And he already had a heart attack. Um, 
we 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 car we carved out a dying caveat in this bet. We did, but like he's gonna he would be eleven years older than any U.S. president to be elected into the office. I mean, it's eleven more years of wisdom. I guess. Just explain the bet and All let's right. move on. The bet is five is five hundred dollars. Um. There's four outcomes, or three outcomes, maybe three. There's technically four that we haven't really thought of, but go ahead. If Bernie Sanders loses the Democratic nomination, i.e., if anybody but Bernie Sanders wins the Democratic nomination, I give Terry five hundred dollars. Non-sequential bills. One unit for Dom. Um, Half a unit. <laughs> if Bernie Sanders wins the Democratic primary, Terry puts $1,000 in escrow. And depending on the Trump versus Bernie outcome, I will say if Bernie then goes on to beat Trump, Terry then gives me $2,000. This entire cad- you like you have the cadence of a politician answering a debate question. <laughs> yeah, like uh, you're uh, with the refusal if to say um. You and you're doing like the thing with your left hand. I'm like, also if my Bernie Sanders wins, Terry will give me five hundred dollars. <laughs> That's number one. But number two. <laughs> however, if he does not win, I give Terry $500. Did I repeat myself? I don't know. Yeah. So it's basically if Bernie wins primary, <clears throat> he then has to beat Trump, and I will get $2,000 from Terry. If he loses to Trump, the bet is a wash. If Bernie loses the Democratic primary, it's $500 to Terry. If Bernie dies after winning the primary, he loses the election. No, I said if any if at any point in time either Trump or Bernie die before a payout has to occur, the entire bet is void. <laughs> so like wait. what if he dies what, before the primary? Make it what if, riskier. Make wait, it riskier. why isn't this included in the options? Like this is not like a tie no bet scenario. Also die no the bet. The bet is if Bernie it's Bernie if Bernie Sanders doesn't win the presidency, the bet is void. So, like, if a third-party candidate wins? Yes. Oh, okay. For some background right now. I was on my drive to work today. (laughs) Looking at some odds right now for the presidential election. I know that I can probably get better odds. Yeah, this is more of a... I just want to make a point. Yeah, well, so right now, Donald Trump is minus 141. Joe Biden is plus 450. Bernie Sanders, plus 550. Um, Everyone else is over... Plus a thousand. They took uh, the presidential odds off of five dimes. No, they're still up there. Are they? Uh, yeah, as of this morning, I checked. Really? Yeah. I was I was looking, and they were not up there. It's interesting because Trump's odds actually were higher before he was impeached than after he was impeached. Once well, he got impeached, they dropped to like they're, they're actually the best they've been ever, like so far. Well, because the bookmakers realized that the... It like emboldens the base. It, like, well, but it, they, there was like, I remember it being like a legitimate thing that people were like, oh, he's not going to run again. Oh, like he's going to get removed before the first term's over, which was just never going to happen yeah. with a Republican-controlled Congress. Yeah. So it's it's not... 
I think the books are just reflecting money coming in and having actual candidate A versus a candidate B who is undetermined right now. Yeah. Um, Iowa, the Iowa caucuses, which if Bernie wins Iowa, Terry, you are fucked. <laughs> no way. So I guess like maybe like who who has won Iowa and gone on the win things? I Hillary, think the, Hillary. I was. <laughs> well, the thing is too, like for your for the listeners, like if you are looking to bet on this presidential election, like what kind of data are you like? I guess this goes more towards Dom because we know that Trump's going to be the Republican nominee. Mm-hmm. But like, what kind of data are you looking at in order to? inform yourself and like make a decision here you look at state um state by state polling um there's two factors to that there's one there's president you know hypothetical presidential polling um for example like you know bernie versus trump in pennsylvania um which is also different polling than democratic primary candidate in pennsylvania so you can kind of see like if it's in Iowa, for example, if Bernie leads all the candidates um, against Trump, like it's like Bernie 52, Trump 46, Warren 50, Trump 48, like stuff like that. Like you can kind of see that there's Bernie's more likable in that state. Um, yeah. To and you who? also to the people that are doing the polls. But isn't like isn't Biden leading in the polls right now in Iowa or no? No, so Iowa's been flipping between Biden and um all four candidates. So Iowa is the most wide open. Um it's between like Pete Buttigieg was winning was leading in a couple polls as of like 2 months ago. That momentum's kind of dissipated. Warren was ahead in a couple polls. Um, and then it's been flip-flopping between Biden and Bernie um, most recently. Uh, that's the first caucus. Yeah. That's caucus. not an open primary. So even if a candidate wins Iowa, quote-unquote wins it, you know, percentage-wise, they might not be getting as many delegates that they need. Yeah. Um, but it's generally a barometer of, you know, Because, well, like, you're looking at, aren't you looking at Iowa? It's Iowa, then New Hampshire, right? It's so Iowa, like, then New Hampshire. Those are generally states that are going to go. Then Nevada, then South Carolina, then Super Tuesday. Why do, why, like, hmm. I, why does Iowa have this much say in our political process? Because yeah. they That's started to, and then we just never changed it. That's cool. That's cool. Remember when Howard Dean won Iowa? Did he win <laughs> Iowa? Howard Dean did not win Iowa. Damn. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> since 1996, he had a WWE career that just never took off. Like, like, <laughs> didn't Herman right Cain win Iowa? That was wild. Like he went from no. being like the clear Damn. favorite to just being completely out of it. So now that might help him in terms of Democrats. Let's run again since 1996, which isn't really saying much about 1996. The Braves won the World Series the year before. Um, that. No one cares about since ni- that. Since 1996, which is also counting two incumbent presidents, the winner of Iowa on the Democratic side has gone on to win the nomination. Uh-oh. So that's Hillary 16, Obama, and, and you know, um, 12, 08. Kerry, 04. Gore, 2000. Clinton, 96. So are you saying that the Democrats are averse the Clinton, to change? The Clinton one doesn't count. The Obama one doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> so three. <laughs> what? So no, you're right. No, the, the, the incumbents. <laughs> so the four. You're right. There's four. The last four times. The last four times. There's been a contested primary. 
much better way to put that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, this is still cool that I'm doing this, right? All right, cool. Just check it. Sick. Years. In the last three... <laughs> Um, on the Republican side of things, the last three winners of a contested primary um, in Iowa have not gone on to win a nomination. Know, yeah. Ted Cruz. Which was Ted Cruz, Rick Santorum, and Mike Huckabee. Nick Santorum. <laughs> Squad. <laughs> Rick Santorum is an alien wearing human skin. So I guess the question is, do you see, like, obviously, like, you like Bernie here, but do you see, and, like, I, so, do you see value in any of the candidates at their current odds? Like, who is there anybody that you want to hear? Yes. Like in terms of what their odds are. All right. So, if you're looking at um, my the the main theme is that I do not believe that Joe Biden is going to be the nominee. Yeah. So okay. Let me hear the odds, Joe. So Biden is to win the presidential nomination or to win the president presidency. Trump's the favorite. Then you have Biden is plus four fifty. Bernie Sanders is plus five fifty. Bloomberg's plus twelve hundred. Gross. Warren <laughs> Warren, <laughs> Warren is plus eighteen hundred. Buttigieg is plus twenty five. Yang plus twenty five. Klobuchar plus sixty six. Did you see that Klobuchar and Warren split the New York Times endorsement? Yeah. Also, yeah, that that's a, that's yeah. an endorsement you, you, you don't want to have <laughs> because don't. isn't it like an auto L? It's, I think, like, the last six elections. You called it wrong. Clo- <laughs> Klobuchar, it sounds like a Star Wars general. She acts like... Like uh, a general in the resistance. She does act like a Sith Lord. To general Klobuchar. The wild part, too, is that, like, the New York Times, I think, was trying to avoid, like, losing. Because they, like, they basically said they were trying to pick somebody that apply, appealed to both. So they were like, we have to, we can't do one person. We have to pick two people. They're both sides. Do you ever watch? Do you like? Do you watch those videos though? The people that are asking them questions like look like such dicks. They're like such, they got so such mad at righteous <laughs> like hard out, hard ass. Charlie Warzel, who is on the New York Times board of whatever editors, um, he's the tech guy and writes all the articles about how like we are just not living in a private <laughs> world anymore. He's very good. And he was asking questions about technology. Like, he's the one who asked Bernie, like, are you an Amazon Prime member? And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and he asked Bernie if he had any apps on his phone. He said no. Side that guy <laughs> up. Kev, you're fucked. He says like a razor. Um, I, so my, I, I would look at maybe Warren at 18 to 1 um, because I think there's a little bit of something there. Um, I think that once establishment Democrats really see that the Biden thing's not working, there's a chance that they can try and, you know, push some support around Warren as kind of this middle of the, you know, I mean, she's pretty left, but in terms of like a middle of the ground candidate who actually like has connections on Capitol Hill, like Bernie Sanders has always been this outsider, um, you know, not really one to no cut deals him. Yeah. on, on uh, what do you mean no one likes him? Did you not hear what Hillary said? I did oh, hear yeah. that. And that's the best thing that could ever happen to Bernie. Yeah, because everyone likes her. Distance yeah. yourself. Um, so, you know, I think that if you want to take a shot these are strictly on Iowa, you know, potentially you can throw what do you have Iowa specific odds or no? No, uh, wait. I can get it. What was Bloomberg? Plus twelve hundred to win. See, I would look at him at plus twelve hundred because he's getting everyone that would vote for Biden if something were to happen to Biden. I think. Wink, wink. Is that what you're <laughs> if like if Biden's like if Biden loses Iowa, even though he's leading right now, and the problem is and Obama's right, like, look, right, so Joe, like let's not do this. 
All right. So it kind of strong arms Biden out. People are going to look someone to vote to. It's it. I think it would be Bloomberg <laughs> or or Bloomberg's going to run as a third. So party. the odds for the Iowa There's, Democratic caucus. Just, just a quick aside. There's no way in hell that a Democrat, the Democratic Party, is nominating a billionaire right now. I mean, the I, is. I don't know. <laughs> the guy bought himself a ticket in. No fucking way. Yeah, no, yeah. Gonna oh. no one's gonna ha- no one's gonna work for him. Your be- like Phil Murphy's your our best, governor. Your I mean, best Bloomberg that's a bet state level is yeah, but to see a I Super mean, Bowl commercial, I don't that know. That pisses me off. I don't want to watch com- political ads so, during my drunken tirade through the Super so Bowl. So here, the problem with Biden is that is that Bernie is winning New Hampshire no matter what. Like he's up like fifteen points. Um, you know, that's a very New England. Yeah, he's minus state. 150 to win New Hampshire. Um, I think it's it's just a given that he's winning New Hampshire. Um, so Bernie, Bernie won New Hampshire in 2016. If he doesn't lo- if he doesn't win New Hampshire, he should drop out. Who? Uh, Bernie. Bernie. Yeah, yes. he like has to win New Hampshire. But he, he's yeah. going to win. But the problem is if Biden loses Iowa, New Hampshire, and, and Nevada. And Nevada, because Nevada's Correct. probably... He's a short favorite in Nevada. He's Nevada's, minus 105, Bernie's plus 105. Nevada is a toss-up. Um, that he's like... His whole thing is like, wait until like the southern states vote um, on Super Tuesday. Yeah, like, the ones that Texas, always vote, like, you know, you know uh, South Democrat. Carolina. Yeah. No way he's losing South Carolina. Um, but. So, but, you know, if he starts off with three L's, I think that it's... You know, it's tough. Yeah. It's just so you're looking for Iowa. You're looking at uh, Biden is plus 150. Bernie is plus 165. Buttigieg is plus 350. Warren is plus 750. Wow. So, I mean, if you if you look at that, if you want to parlay, like if you if you if you want to create this narrative that, you know, Bernie's going to win the first couple and maybe knock Biden out or down or whatever you want to do. You could probably parlay. You could you could kind of create a path, create a narrative to Iowa parlay. Yeah, I just I would lean off Iowa a little bit because like it I is just, a little unpredictable. I just with think the caucus, that but. like I I could see Iowa just nominating like Pete Buttigieg because he's a Midwestern guy. And, I don't know what a caucus is. So a caucus <clears throat> is a bunch of people get into a gym, five hundred people. You ever play Four Corners as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> this is literally what a caucus is. So, Does it involve a doctor putting a rubber glove on and me bending over? No. Okay. What? I mean, <laughs> that's a focus. I mean, oh. it's not. It's not. It's not explicitly outlawed. But <laughs> you sure about that, Iowa? Call, you, you sure? You gotta get your colon checked. Um, so your prostate. I'm not looking. Five hundred people get into a room, and they all say. Everyone who likes Biden, get in that corner. Everyone who likes Bernie, get in that corner. Like producer Corey said, four corners. Everyone likes Pete in that corner, and everyone goes away. And there are people who are undecided in the middle. And then they're literally going up to them, saying like, "Oh, like come on our side, come on our side." And then there's 25 to 30 minutes of them just complete mayhem, trying to convince people to come on their side. And then they cut the they cut the thing after 30 minutes, and then they do a roll call and say, "How many people do your side have? How many people do your side have?" And then let's say it's like. 270 Biden, 200 Bernie, 70 Warren, 40 Pete, and then everybody else has less than 50. Do you think that they... They say they cut off, you know, whoever has less than 100 votes, you can't go on their people anymore. It's only these two. And then they... Oh, they have to redo it? And then they have to redo it until somebody gets a majority. This sounds so fun. I want to move to Iowa. (laughs) Do you think they play, like, music during it? So it's like you have to be in your (laughs) place by the time the song's up? (laughs) Is is it like speed dating? 
I, I, it's from what I've heard, it's just insanity. And Iowa's cool because if you're like a homeowner in Iowa, like, you know, in 2008, Barack Obama was like knocking on your door, like asking you to go caucus for him. Yeah. Like, and you like, they'll literally do whatever you want. It's like, you want to go get some coffee? Hey, uh, excuse me. (laughs) Here you are looking at caucus. (laughs) (laughs) Caucus for me. Um, (laughs) So that's, that's I heard, uh, once you caucus for me, you never go back. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like like little Bill Clinton. I like the Bernie Iowa narrative because (laughs) like these are like Bernie has just done this four years ago. Like he has the ground game in place to actually like having gone through a caucus. I'm sure that Biden's people are very familiar with the process, but it's, it's a little bit different from recently as four years ago. Bernie just had to activate the sleeper cells. (laughs) Having those relationships. Um, so I looked, I looked up the sodomy law in Iowa and it was repealed. Did you say sodomy Sodomy law? Yeah. Weren't you talking about putting on a rubber glove and touching orifices? The sodomy law? Yeah. What? Why did you Google that? What? Did you, like, what is that? Why, why would you do that? This will make sense to a few of our listeners who can pay attention longer than five fucking seconds. <laughs> I want to talk about the primaries and or the caucuses, <laughs> and uh, but that's that's me and Terry's bet. Um, One hour later, I think that that's the bet. You know, I will go to bat for what I think is going to happen. I think Bernie's going to win the primary. Um, I've convinced myself of this fact. And, <laughs> and in Dom fashion, he has gotten tunnel vision and will rant and rave to anyone that will listen about it. Yeah. If Dom can create a storyline, he's in. Put me in Iowa if you're listening, Bernie. You have to bet the narrative. He's like fucking <laughs> Secretariat sending a Churchill down so he'll win the race. <laughs> this is only looking ahead. Um but yeah, so that's you know that's literally Iowa caucuses are a day after the Super Bowl. So instead of talking about it next week, thought we get it in this week um, because you know we got a lot of things coming up: Iowa caucuses, damn primary, Daytona 500, um, <laughs> Oscars, things that normally go hand in hand. The Oscars, <laughs> March Madness, um, trade deadline stuff, MLB, spring training, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter. Mardi Gras, Super Bowl Sunday, twenty twenty-one, St. Patrick's Day, Summer Solstice. Oh wow! Yes, of so, course. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's our first half of the show. When we come back, we'll do a quick hitter. A uh, couple. Uh, we'll segments. talk about the Republican primaries. <laughs> what do we think about that? And, and uh, we'll we're gonna spin a globe and pick a country and find out the age of consent there. <laughs> When we come back. Hopefully not Bangladesh. The Oddscast. Wow. And we are back. And we're about to go. RV tripping. Vroom, vroom, Get zoom, in the car. Damn it, Joe. Just put gas in it. I'm sorry. Vroom, vroom. Uh, we are, <laughs> we're leaving Maryland. You just said Maryland. Yeah, because we were in Maryland last week. Yeah, we were at the rest yeah. stop. 
crap. Yeah, you want to stop and unload a load? <laughs> Corey uh, doesn't want to leave. So we were on Maryland spread, um, which was minus five. They ended up winning Big Ten basketball. Um, I think they won by seven or eight. So put that in another win column. And we are going to go RV tripping. This is our quest to bet all 50 states in the continental United States. Well, plus the other two that are not continental. Do we own this RV or are we renting? Is this like a thing across America type RVs you see? You know what I mean? I, I assumed we rented it. but oh, I think okay. We, I think maybe I. Is Joe on our insurance? No. Oh, thank you. I have pretty good insurance. You really don't want Dom on the insurance. <laughs> We don't want you driving your heavily wooded areas. <laughs> yeah. um, so, producer Corey, where are we going? We're going to Maine. Oh. I thought we did that already. We're going to Maine? We're going to Maine. Oh, we're going to Maine. Straight up 80, 90, 95, 100. Did you know that I learned this? Uh, <laughs> I Dwight D. Eisenhower. <laughs> That uh, odd number interstates go north to south, and even numbers go east to west. Uh, it doesn't Didn't make know sense. that. Yes. I think you've brought that fact to my attention before. I have not. I think you have. Not on the pod. No, doesn't not count. On the pod. But yeah, thank you, Dwight D. Eisenhower. Uh, main, you general genius. How about that capital, Dom? Is uh, is it Augusta? Yes, you're so unsure of yourself now. It's so. It beautiful. is. Oh fuck! What? The house is on fire. It's Augusta, Maine. It um, is. Anybody ever been to Maine? No. No, but you have. <laughs> I actually have. <laughs> I, I have been to Maine. How much lobster did you eat? Uh, not a lot. Oh, interesting. I was driving More back. or less than you had at the Red Lobster. I drove, I drove through. <laughs> I drove through it to on my way to back where? from Nova Scotia. Oh. The promised land. Took a road trip there. Were there any walls no. Okay, I was just wondering. What? If there was a northern wall. It's it's very easy to get into the Canadian border, like <laughs> get through the Canadian border. It's not uh, if... So, side story. <laughs> I, I can't wait for this. <laughs> one of those ski trips, college <laughs> things, and we took the buses up. It was like six hour six hour bus ride to get to the Canadian border, and we get there. And, it, you know, weed is legal in Canada. Um, but some kid tried to sneak it into the Canadian, across the Canadian border. Uh, and the border officer found it. And this three bus caravan, everyone had to get off the bus, take all of their bags off the bus. We were stuck at the border for four fucking hours <laughs> as they searched all of us. Uh, I was clean. I'm clean. I've never done drugs. No big deal. Um, but yeah, it was a nightmare. And the kid was like, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. It's like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> and we missed, like, we, we could have skied that day. Couldn't ski. This, this kid ruined everything. All they right. were brave. So I guess, yeah, if you don't have drugs on you. So Canada, tough on drugs. Easy, easy to get in. Um,. You know, it's a very New England state. You got some facts for us? It's the pine tree state. Uh, I thought you were asking us stuff, not yelling stuff at us. I'm yelling first, asking later. <laughs> okay. Uh, pine tree state. I'm not kidding you. 
The major industries are paper, agricultural, fishing, lumber, and textiles. It's a very old school type of living. No. Well, yeah, what else are you going to do there? I don't know, code? Uh, oh, I don't yeah, know. okay, yeah, but Amazon, what their headquarters are. Mm. Um... Are you on like a fifth grader's website? <laughs> what, yeah. are you, what are you That's looking at? That's why I've at? been using this bullshit the entire time. Oh, uh, okay. Facts are ridiculous. All dumb. right. Cool. Um, okay, so some famous mainers. <laughs> Anna Kendrick. Oh, Pretty cool. Really? Interesting. Oh, wow. Patrick Dempsey. Her. The boxer or the actor? The actor. Oh, okay. If you're into that kind of thing. Um, that's quite literally it, aside from Stephen King, obviously. Yeah, I, oh, I, sh- I, I share a birthday with Stephen King. That explains so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Just giving away personal factoids. No. Nope. Terry takes. People are coming closer to your real identity. They'll never find out. Um, about 90% of the country's lobster supply is caught off the coast of Maine. That's about 40 million pounds of lobster a year. Wait, 9%? 90. Oh. Yeah. That's a lot more than Okay, nine. so yeah. So I have questions then, because what are the main... What, like... What markets does Maine have that the market price for their lobster is so high? Because when you look at the menus on restaurants, it's MP, market price. The waiter tells you, oh, yeah, it's market price. So, like, what the fuck are the market prices in Maine? Why is it so expensive? It's all about supply. If they don't catch a lot, price goes up. They probably got to ship them all out, you know? McKinsey is price-fixing the lobsters. It's fucking crazy. Maybe like move the market prices How many lobsters down. are you trying to order a week? No, but Sounds I'm just very saying very if it's like market price, gonna be good. I'm not going to order something that's market price because I don't know yeah, what like that is. A ton is. of fish is market price. When have you ever, sea bass, always market price. When have you ever been surprised about something like, or like, oh, is only that expensive when it's market price? It's always like, oh, my God, why did I order that? Did you know that there are you 16... You go to Red Lobster. Yeah. What, what <laughs> Joe? There are 16,751 trees per person in Maine. Okay. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Winford. It's, I found this thing. It looks like a bunch of nutrition facts for Maine. It looks like a penis... All right, what game? What game are we betting? We got to continue our hot streak. Uh, yeah, we won in Maryland. So, so the neighbors are coming over. Yeah, no, yeah. It looks like the only the only action going on in Maine from all corners of the state. Maybe even people from Nova Scotia coming down south. Don't leave your weed at home. Well, I guess you're coming south. Maybe they'll let the weed in. Anyway, uh, the catamounts are coming over to Maine. Black bears, bears, black bears, uh, and basketball. The line is, uh, we, you got to go offshore right now. The line is 15 and a half. The main black bears are 15 and a half point underdogs. Vermont also doesn't share. Yeah, they don't share a border. Yeah, a border. <laughs> what I kind would, of bear is correct you. New Hampshire's in the way. So the fifth graders website did not have a map. Yeah, well, okay. You and Joe should fucking hang out. <laughs> <laughs> nah. um, so Vermont's actually pretty good this year. They, are, they have an NBA player on their team. Who? LeBron. <laughs> that can't be accurate. Um, so, consulting the Ken Palm, Maine is 336th in the NCAA in adjusted efficiency, which is not good. Um, they're six and thirteen. They lost to Virginia 46 to 26, and have the 320th worst offense and the 328th. <laughs> How many points did they score in the fourth quarter in that Virginia game? Well, there's a second half. 
but I guess he cuts it by. They scored three minute three three points in the last ten minutes of the of the Virginia game. Oh, that's good. So probably I've, just all free throws. They shot. I don't care. It was a joke. Move on. Five for twenty six from three point range. Um. All right. Yeah, I think we should just bet Vermont here. Let's hit him. What's his? Name? It's Lamb, right? Is Anthony Lamb. Anthony Lamb. Is he related to Jeremy? Jeremy Lamb, Lamb maybe. I would imagine from yeah. UConn. He has to be. The like genes yeah. they passed down. Uh. Did stat department's on it. Unpaid intern. Payment credits. Dom's excited to be here. You can tell by that sigh. <laughs> My head hurts really bad. Um, not Jeremy Lamb's. Unrelated. Unrelated. Damn. Who would have thought? Hmm. Yeah, I'm still going to take it with Anthony Lamb. Plus, you got um, what's his name? The guy from part of my the part of my take intern on 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 the on the play by play announcing. Jake Marsh. Jake Marsh. Any relation to Stan? Uh, I don't know. You can ask him. All right. So we're going to take, I think we're all in agreement. Are we all in agreement? Uh, Catamounts? Yeah, definitely. Lock it in. Tom Grown. 15 Uh, and a half uh, point favorites on the road. Uh, Anthony Lamb and the Catamounts uh, against the Maine Black Bears. Because I don't even know Maine had a basketball team. We forgot something. What? Over under 25th state admitted. Uh, under. under. Yeah, it's it always is. under. It's always <laughs> it's under. It's never been over. It's twenty third. Yeah. <laughs> part of the Massachusetts Bay Colony, probably part of Canada first, and uh, Massachusetts yeah. Bay Colony. We have to check the French records on that. Yeah. No. Eh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Made. Quick, inclusive parlay. Are we releasing tomorrow? Wednesday. You mean today? Today. Yes, today. today. Are we releasing today? Yes. Did you not? We had we like just a had half this. hour break. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Lakers minus 11. Oh, Joe wants to bet the Lakers again. Veto. <laughs> Lakers, <laughs> Lakers minus Vito. 11 at the Knicks. Vito. There's not a shot in hell. Vito. I'm that, vetoing. That's te- I'm vetoing. Yeah, I'm well, you guys, are, you guys are fucked. <laughs> Every time I like actually bet the Lakers with you, they lose. They lose. <laughs> All right. Well then we're going to take the, uh, the Pelicans minus three and a half at home. Is that Zion's first game? Yep. <laughs> Can we do first half? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they playing? The Spurs. Oh, Greg Popovich is going to shut him down. No, the Pelicans are eight and one and one against the spread on their last 10 games. All right. All right. We'll do three and a half. Better than the Lakers. Lakers suck. Um, All right, I bet, Dom, I'm yeah. going to go with Michigan over Penn State. <sighs> okay. Big 10 basketball. Ride the home team. Um, it's probably going to be four, I would guess. It's not. It, it'll probably be released. Who's the like, home team? Michigan? Michigan, yeah. Um, and I'm going to go Michigan <clears throat> at home against the Penn State Nittany Lions. Ride this uh, trend of home teams winning in the Big East. And, um, yeah, quick aside, Rutgers is second in the Big Ten. Can I ask you another Big Ten question? Yep. What happened to Ohio State? 
they can't win on the road. Literally no team can win on the road. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Just just asking. Yep. Uh okay. Uh I'm going to go to the NFL. And I'm going to take the AFC <laughs> minus one and a half in the Pro Bowl. Uh, we got. I can't wait to hear the announcement. We got all the stars. Mostly we got Lamar Jackson on our team, and no one's going to tackle him. And he's going to put on a show. He got eliminated early. He's still a young guy. He still wants to put on a show. He's not jaded by getting hit a million times. And, you know, it's Lamar Jackson. Who's the coach? I don't even know. Some thoughts here. Does it matter? I, I mean, no, it doesn't. Uh, so that's why I'm taking Lamar Jackson. Okay. And the AFC. So I don't even know who the NFC quarterbacks are. Is it Jameis? Jameis is definitely. Oh, I there. hope so. Let me let's see. No, it's got to be Russell Wilson. Let's look at the rosters. We got the rosters right here. Uh, AFC quarterbacks. Tannehill is among Lamar. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes not playing, obviously. Uh, Deshaun Watson and Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Come on. Awesome. Murders Row. Who do we got on the, the NFC? Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers. And Kirk, Kirk Cousins is replacing Rodgers because of an injury, Ooh. which might to be what, an upgrade. ego. <laughs> So, I'll take the AFC minus one and a half. Okay. All yeah. right. So, that's the inclusive parlay. We're going to get a win. Let's go. Winner, winner, chicken confident. dinner. Yeah. All right. Quick pods and recs to take us out. Are I, you uh, constipated? You sound constipated. I am a lot of things right now. I made pancakes. They were delicious. Saw the pics. I was, I was the salivating. Thickness, the thickness of the pancakes. I don't, you know. I don't, um, I don't know about the thickness. The pot, uh, the, you gotta go buttermilk, really fluffy. Gotta go fluffy pancakes. Did you use? Did you, did you make like them from scratch? Did, did, did you mix lactate oh, wow. in there or I, like? I, I yeah, aren't you lactose intolerant? I am. I crushed up some lactate snort. That's probably how I do got you, the infection. So you don't yeah, put man, butter you just on take them. Take those pills like a normal person. Be yeah. Fine. My my one friend um, eats pancakes with just butter, no syrup. I think he's a go psychopath. To That's a yeah. wild move. Psycho. He's a Psycho. Guy. I'm going to recommend Zycam, but the Zycam that you put directly is in, that, in your nose. Wait, is that like, is that, is it anything like, is that, pay, do you have to pay, is that a monthly subscription? No. Like, do you no. have to tip it's the girls the when, when you is watch? Is this like a cheaper Afrin? Oh, z- wait, Zycan? Zycam. Do you tip the girls, or do you have to like yeah, do you like, buy dates? You give them tokens. Yeah, I think it's a token base. I have <laughs> no, I have no patience for this. I'm giving this to, I'm giving this advice to people who want to be healthy and are fighting colds in this dastardly environment of people being sick and passing on contagious diseases to everybody, me included. And I want to save those people. By telling them to take Zycam, but not the dissolvable pill version, but the one that you put directly into your nose and swab it so it goes directly into your bloodstream. Does Zycam help you with, like, just colds, or does it help you with other infectious diseases? Diseases. Diseases. Diseases, yeah. I feel like I'm on The Bachelor. Uh, It helps with... 
what it's supposed to help with. Are they mostly Asian? I. <laughs> uh, next question. I don't think it's a massage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, somebody else recommends something. Uh, the Outsider on HBO. It's pretty good. It's uh, based on a Stephen King uh, novel. Um, it's three episodes in. Highly recommend. Uh, I think it's a good watch. Comes out on Sundays. Uh, this is a big cat uh, thing uh, from Barstool. But table pancakes uh, for breakfast. Oh yeah, it's it's it, it's really a game changer because I do love I do love my flapjacks, um, and it lets you really explore the menu more if you can. Eat, you try to gather a consensus at the table that you know we all want table flapjacks, table pancakes, um, but even if there's some pushback, you get them anyway, and it's a nice it's a nice little treat, nice little dessert to your breakfast. Sounds um, like a so, MLB should do this. Yeah. Wait, why? The Brighters Association, when you gave your breakfast analogy, they need to have table pancakes. Lost me. Yeah. Terry can have some little pancakes. That's a treat. Yeah. yeah. Like just Barry Bonds on the you side. You know what the weirdest thing on the menu is, like generally? Corned beef hash. No, I love corned beef hash. Yeah, I you're love grits too. If you don't like corned beef hash. Yeah, no, corn that's not hash weird. Rocks. Why is that yeah. like, the weirdest? You don't like corned beef hash? Well, just like think of what it is. Yeah, I like corn it's fucking beef. awesome. Corn <laughs> beef. That doesn't scare me. Are you Irish? No. <laughs> yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, I heard yeah. Enjoy your squid, bro. Yeah, Have honestly, fun with your side uh, cam. Let's go Gilly. Let, let me not pronounce the last five letters of a word and order it like I'm Italian. And then look at everybody else. Oh, uh, mozzarella. Oh, uh, it's going good. Oh, uh, parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what I was going to say is the weirdest thing <laughs> on the menu is silver dollar pancakes. You get 12 of them generally, and it's just like, they're, who who wants those? I think there's only one explanation. It's to, like, throw them at annoying kids. To, like, I guess, yeah. Treat. I mean, I guess I they would like that do... Could actually, go go that could be good for a table that pancake, That could be though. good for table pancakes, but it's just like, uh, who orders that? It's weird. I want the nice... I want the big as my head table pancakes, the flapjacks from a diner, Nice hot, nice hot syrup. Nice hot butter. You got to layer the butter on each pancake. Uh, no stone left unturned. How many pancakes is like two? Like how many pancakes would you eat like just in a sitting? Three. Three. Yeah, because I feel like stacks are four, right? If you get like no, full stack. What are you talking three. about? Or is it three? It's three. A, a, no, short stack is two, and short regular is, two. is three. Where do you go? And I've, you pushed, I've pushed myself, and it's hurt. it hurts towards the end. Yeah. I never order pancakes. I've gone to IHOP Unlimited Pancakes, and it's uncomfortable how long I the, sit there. You ever get the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity? No. Yeah. No, I've you go it. plain, and you see how many you can eat. One guy it's lost weird. a bet once, and we made him eat it. It, was it sounds gross. Watch. Yeah, no. They're weird. I'm, They're not weird in, I'm in on straight, straight regular buttermilk pancakes. I don't like chocolate chips. I don't like... Don't put fruit in my pancakes. Don't no put fruits, chocolate only chips. straight regulars. Don't put, don't, don't put, don't put whipped cream. Like, I just want straight pancakes, butter, syrup, and a nice smile and some coffee. Table pancakes. I highly recommend. Bruce Corey. I'm going to recommend... 
Something I've been doing for a long time now. Masturbating. <laughs> We've established that. Uh, Public masturbation. I've dabbled. Restaurant <laughs> masturbation. No, this, this involves a restaurant. Restaurant <laughs> masturbation. Nah. Uh, so. <laughs> nah. Being inundated. I didn't want ranch. Ew. That's why I hate ranch. I have nothing to say. One incident. What are you inundated <laughs> with? Italian restaurants. When you're dehydrated, it's blue cheese. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you finish that whole <laughs> bottle of wine? <laughs> Guys, it's going to be a long episode, but you knew that already. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That was fucking funny. <laughs> I think we've lost producer uh, Corey. All right, so there's too many seats from the Northern Italian Jersey. restaurant. Yeah, there's too many of them. But uh, <laughs> I've stopped trying to grade them. There's too many. They keep popping up. They go away. They come back. Some say they've been in there for 100 years. I don't know. They're only as good as their chicken parmesan, be it a sandwich or a dinner. <laughs> Fuck what you heard. Antipasta means nothing. They outsource that crap. I, uh, Don't worry about it. I, growing up, my antipasta. <laughs> there's so many letters in that. At growing, the end that no one says. Growing up, my father has had a story that he tells literally everybody, and he just goes off on people that order chicken parm at restaurants. It's fine. He says it's basically like going to a restaurant ordering chicken fingers. It love, is. I love chicken. However, on these I do enjoy chicken, chicken fingers. Parm. <clears throat> replace the red sauce for vodka sauce and live happily ever after. Ooh, that's a little tang. No, that was my go-to at the this pizzeria by me. You go chicken parm or chicken parm vodka wrap. You take you take the bread out and you get the wrap. You get more meat, more sauce, more cheese. Uh, I think to tell a good Italian restaurant, they gotta have good chicken parm though. Yeah, I don't if you can't cook a piece of chicken, you're everything's fucked. If your sauce sucks. Everything else is fucked. It's not what I go to. It's not my goat. It's it's the it's the fra diavolo. It's this this the spaghetti with the beautiful seafoods. You get spaghetti. You don't get angel hair. Oh, of course, I get angel hair. I'm angel just talking hair. to the to the normal people. Um, the bread also <laughs> big. Uh, oh, bread. The bread at the beginning. You know you're in an Italian place if they don't give you butter and they just give you oil. Yeah, you Put oh, the, yeah. You put the olive Especially oil. When they got the seasoned oil. You put the oil in the oh, dish. Yeah. It's crushed red pepper in there. Yeah. The best is when it's got like the peppers and shit in it. Put like, some in the fucking oil. butter on my bread. <laughs> <laughs> butter my bread. <laughs> butter you up. How hydrated are you if it's butter? What? <laughs> <laughs> is it? I can't believe it's not butter consistency or. Land of Lakes. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Italian restaurants in general. Yeah, you'd rather be in the kitchen? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heard that before? Yeah, so. But. No, I actually, I agree with that take, to be honest. What? Like, I don't love, go- I'd rather not go to an Italian restaurant. I'd rather go somewhere else. Uh, I thought you were going to say Asian restaurant. I would rather go to an Asian restaurant. Yeah, uh, me too. All right, anything else? <laughs> No, just, you know, enjoy the vodka sauce. I don't like vodka sauce. 
too thick. I mean, I do like it, but like you don't feel good after. No, yeah. no. This is not about feeling good after. Well, it's about editing your Wikipedia page. Yeah, that's really what it's all about. What? Being in denial about your alcoholic father and making up stories about him. <laughs> one of the most <laughs> notorious staples of Italian food in the Northeast. Uh. That's not directed at anybody. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll post the pics on the socials next week when we come back. It's the Super Bowl preview extravaganza. <laughs> Flex, drop a ball on him. <laughs> R.I.P. Super Super Bowl. Super Bowl preview show. We'll have all the props, all the winners coming live from. If you ain't coming, you ain't not winning. <laughs> all right. Bring your it. own butter. <laughs> <laughs>